these are special uh, Bose headphones. Um, I think it's QC2 something, um, I, whatever. Uh, they always have these nice names. So these headphones actually cure cancer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there is a scene. Uh, have you seen the the Wolf of Wall Street with? Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, so there was this there was this scene when they asked uh, why would they order you know such an expensive food, and then 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 they would say you know the appetizers actually cure cancer. But if you think about it, I mean headphones that cancel the noise and that you don't have to you know bump up the volume actually to listen to the same thing. They actually are good for you. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying they, they cure cancer, but they're really good for your, you know, for your hearing because you just don't, you know, do what you, know, you would normally do is, you know, pop up the volume. Yeah, I, I didn't understand what's the difference. I mean, there was like I look at the headphones, you know, in in, on, in the Apple Store, and they're like the, you know, they are the the Apple's headphones, you know, thirty bucks, and then they're like you know, sixty euro, seventy euro, you know, the more premium headphones, you know, the Beats, hundred yeah. something, and then <laughs> these balls are three hundred. I'm like. Whoa! <laughs> it's a crazy price, but I would definitely like to have those for like um, cycling. Like it's it's pretty difficult to to be cycling and like listen to a podcast or a book. There's just too much noise. Um, so I'm I'm actually not sure how much this helps because it's 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 just you know wind. It it's 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 not like some ambient noise people talking so i'm not i'm not sure how much that helps for this sort of thing but it definitely helps in like a, an airplane or something yes an airplane is it's amazing i was sitting i was on an airplane you know the prop, propeller i think you know the one that has you know props yeah prop, i think propeller right so uh, so it was really allowed airplane uh, you know the ones that go you know from one city to another yeah. and and i was sitting next to this thing so it was really loud then i put on the headphones Put the music. I was fine. I, w- I could I could still hear this thing, you know, there propagating and stuff. But I, I was fine. I was I could listen to the music at medium volume. Yeah, I, I remember when I was flying to um, to the US. Like it was the first time, you know, flying um, for more than like three hours, mm-hmm. and it was a really 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 long flight. Yes, and it just oh man. It, it's so loud in an airplane and you don't really notice when it's just like three hours because it's like whatever right but when it's like 15 hours it is just ridiculously bad and at the time not only you know i i didn't even have my what's the word like circum or like like the big headphones that mm-hmm. might not be noise cancelling, but they still have like yeah. thirty de- decibel isolation just from the fact that yes. that they're big and they cover your ears. They're big, so um, yeah, it was painful. Yeah, that's why my friend my friend was so happy about these headphones because he bought them. I mean, he bought them in Australia because he went to Australia and he was you know it was tired after such a long trip, and he bought these headphones and came back and he was like, wow, what a difference. Yeah. I mean, he said that he said that actually he, he can put on these headphones and just not put anything, no music, nothing, just the vo- noise cancelling. Yeah, and it's just so good. <laughs> no. yeah. The first time you you try out uh, a pair of noise cancelling headphones, and I don't own a pair, but but I definitely tried one. It's like at first you don't see what the big deal is because like you can still hear everything. Exactly. But then you take them off and it's like, whoa. 
Yeah. I, I didn't realize there's so much noise around me. This also happens when you get a kid. When you get a kid and you go to a shopping mall. <laughs> you, you go to shopping mall, it's fine. You know, it's a shopping mall. People are there. It's, it's, you know, it's noisy. When you come with the kid to a shopping mall, like, why are these people shouting all of, I mean, all of a sudden? You know? yeah. And they're not. They're just, it's just because you're so protective of the kid, you, you suddenly notice things that you didn't notice before. Mm. And suddenly a shopping mall noise is a big noise. Yeah. Uh, what topics do you have for today? Oh, I have lots. Really? Yes, yes. So I will just keep you awake. Don't worry. Okay. So, um, Good. <laughs> so I have a follow-up to our talking about the uh, Apple Watch. Okay. Uh, so um, I actually wrote an article about it uh, on my blog. Um, uh, there was one thing that I didn't tell you about the remote control thing mm -hmm. of the Apple Watch. So something I noticed um, in my home. In my home, I have... Uh, Three, we talked about Wi-Fi, you know. <laughs> so let's call it the Wi-Fi corner now. So we had, uh, so I, I have um, uh, like three routers uh, because I have a you know high home, you know, um, narrow but high. So uh, three stories. So um, and my my home office is on the top floor, and um, and and all these routers just you know uh, are creating you know uh, uh, one network, right? So um, the other day I was surprised that uh, I left my phone charging in front of my iMac in my home office. And I went downstairs uh, to, to, um, uh, for coffee. Right. And then suddenly my wife called. And I picked up the phone on my watch, on my wrist, because not only uh, the watch um, communicates via Bluetooth, but also via Wi-Fi, because it knows the Wi-Fi code, of course, because it's the same that it gets from the iPhone. So it, th thanks to my Wi-Fi, I, I could actually talk to my wife you know, on the wrist, uh, having my um, uh, uh, my telephone um, three stories up, and it was really good. And I was surprised how uh, how how went well it went. And then I realized that um, actually in the afternoons, because in the afternoons the, the problem is when when you're with family, you're very tempted to also check the messages on your iPhone. You know, pull up the iPhone to check something, and you're not present in the moment with the kids. And, and with the family. So I realized that I can actually put my phone away in the bedroom and just have my watch. So in case there is an emergency thing or somebody's really calling and really wants to you know, talk to me, I have the watch to alert me about it. So I don't have to look at my phone, check if anything is you know, on my phone. I just put my phone there. I know I'm not missing anything in case something really is happening and somebody really wants to call me. And, uh, and I can play with my kids, you know, on all of the stories that we have in our home and, you know, without uh, having my uh, phone in the pocket. So, which is really good. And then there's an additional perk. You can then change to different clothes, you know, really homey clothes that, you know, that, you know, the big, heavy iPhone 6S Plus is not, you know, there. You just, you just put it away and you have the thing on your wrist. So, for me, this is additional, you know, benefit of the watch. No, that definitely makes sense. My problem, again, is mostly with the implementation because there are so many different just little things like this which are not, aren't something you need, but are nice. Yep. But the problem is that they, like, I often found them more frustrating <laughs> than just doing it the old way because it just doesn't work very well or it's so horribly slow or things like that. So, for example... I feel like Siri, although I would very rarely use it on my iPhone, yeah. um, is, is, is very compelling with the watch, in theory. Yes, yes. It's just that 
it works like crap. Like it's just so bad. It's so slow. It takes like half a minute for it to understand what I'm to process what I'm saying. If it, you know, even if it if it catches all of my words correctly, and that's that's pretty bad. But but again, this again what I meant by you know by saying that I don't condemn the platform but the current implementation because mm-hmm. with with faster hardware and software advancements, so much of it could be solved. Yeah, just like for example, this thing that um, because um, uh, I'm a, you know I'm in a different country than many people, so we use uh, for example FaceTime audio a lot. Yeah, and FaceTime. So FaceTime audio actually I can also pick up right now because of the software upgrade, um, uh, the watch OS 2, I can actually pick up also FaceTime audio on the watch. So yeah. when my, my brother is calling me very often on FaceTime audio, I pick it up and, and it just works. So in this sense, um, again, this is why I'm saying this is a remote control for the iPhone because iPhone is there in the bedroom or in my home office and I have the wrist and the wrist is fine. Yeah, one, um, one use case for the Apple Watch, which I find very compelling, it's just a, you know, a relatively rare occasion is when me and my friends are, are having like like a house party or, or something, right? And then mm-hmm. what, what I would do is I would put my iPhone next to the speakers, you know, the big speakers in the house, yeah. and I would play music from my iPhone. Right. Right, because my taste is impeccable, unlike yours. Of course. And, of course, yes. and then, like, this is nice for, for two reasons. First of all, like, I, I, don't, I don't have my phone, like, at me. I'm not distracted by it, but if something important comes, I'll see it on my on, on my wrist. And the second thing, which is super, super cool about it, is that because it's playing, like the music is playing from my phone and I have my huh. watch on my wrist, I can control the volume and, and change the song from my wrist. And that is super, super cool. And it actually works really well. Yeah, then you get, you know... And you got the envy looks from people. That's good. <laughs> Not really, but uh, no? but I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's uh... so. Um, switching topic. Another follow up that I have is a little bit different. It's about podcasting in general. Okay. So uh, people do email me. So there you have it. People do email me, and I do reply sometimes to these emails. I mean, my assistant does, so uh, people are not left out, but I, I do reply to emails. Sometimes uh, people who have emailed me uh, know that it sometimes takes more than a few days for me for, to, to receive a reply from me, but because uh, I wrote about it, because um, for me, my tasks in Nosby and my team is most important, and then the um, you know, email is, the, is, is, these are other people, you know, and I replied, they are priority number two, but I still reply to emails. So uh, I used to receive emails from Nosby users as well about things. And, um, you know, they would give me suggestions for Nosby and things like that. And it was very, very, very good. And I, I really liked these emails because really I, I love people who are, you know, so um, uh, invested in the product that they want to, you know, help improve it. They have, you know, their ideas, which are really uh, very good very often. But recently, uh, the the content of these emails changed mm. because people know me more because they listen to the podcast. Really? Yeah, I was surprised that in the several emails I was like, "How does he know that? How does she know that?" Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Like they 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 they, they, they don't say that they listen to the podcast. They just say, "You know, Michael, because of this and this, you should." Th-. And I'm like, "I never wrote about it." 
But then, yeah, we nice. talked about it on the podcast. So it's, it's, it's the first time this happens to me like this because, you know, people would always refer to something I wrote before. Right. And when, you are, when we talk on the podcast, we don't, you know, we don't do transcription. We don't, you know, post it somewhere. You know, we don't write it. We just talk. We just chat. And we mention stories. And then suddenly people know these stories because they listen to this. Right. So, um, so I would like to, you know, greet all the listeners. And thank you very much for listening because it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's the first time something like that is happening to me. And it, really, it's not just one email. There were several emails like this. Again, not mentioning that they listen to podcasts. They just mentioned things we talked about on the podcast. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so that's very nice. Are you feeling a new level of internet fame? Well, maybe. <laughs> but, but yeah, surprise most of the time. Like, uh, surprise. And um, so I have to watch out what I'm saying here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the show. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's, that's cool to hear. I mean, you know, because we listen, for example, to ATP when, you know, Marco says something and then, you know, people react to this right away almost on Twitter or whatever. And, and companies send him stuff or tell him suggestions or whatever because he mentioned this on the podcast. Right. So, you know, this is ATP, whatever. I mean, they're the big podcast. And then suddenly this happens to us. And I'm like, in, in, in a way, in a small way, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> we have nice. to finally um, see and, and check how many downloads you actually get. Yeah, we should. We should yeah, Atomic is right now out. Because we, we actually don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We plateaued as far as the RSS subscriptions. We have. We are around. Um, I mean, in the uh, yeah, uh, monthly, it was two thousand below two thousand. But you know, weekly we have like six or seven hundred, something like that. Eight hundred about. But eight hundred. I'm I'm really not not sure about those RSS numbers. But yeah. But download counts are are like pretty exactly. unambiguous. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see about that. Yeah. And recently, I started uh, emailing um, uh, people about. Uh, also, uh, so if you're an OSB user, you might have gotten an email about our podcast because, yeah, we posted about it on our blog, and I, I sent it as a newsletter for people to, if they want to catch up on, you know, what's behind the scenes in OSB, they should listen to us. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So. Um, Segwaying this, <laughs> uh, what's behind the scenes in Nosby? I was thinking that if we could uh, start um, talking about the the templates. I don't know. I I I don't care about the templates as much as you do. All right. So I care about them a lot. So I will talk about them. Okay. And uh, yeah. So um, we've been having this idea for a long time. To uh, I like sharing knowledge. I like sharing my blog posts. I like sharing the podcast, and I like. You know this concept of sharing um, uh, things um, over the internet, and what people also like is is structured. You know, like for example, one of the like what they say is that if content is structured, for example, seven ways to do something or five ways to do something, that these kind of headlines are just better because you know there are you know points. And then there is this checklist manifesto. Checklist manifesto is a fantastic book. I'm actually in the middle of listening to it. Good. Good. So it's, it's, it's a fantastic book about the checklist and about the power of checklists and about how check, checklists are important, even if you know your stuff. And um, so, you know, structured information, checklists, you know, it all comes back to Nosby in a way. But then um, I, we, we had this idea how to have more impact, how to actually be, serve more people without actually um, not forcing them to sign up for Nosby, not forcing them to use Nosby, but f kind of force them to use a structured information. So and, and, and then there's the uh, analogy. So um, there is this movie called Matrix. 
I have to say it, man. I mean, I have to, because this is, for me, this is the killer. I, I heard this so many times. It, it really became tiring. I know, man. But okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So you really know this, but I, I have to do this. So there is this scene in Matrix when Trinity and Neo are running away from the Smiths, yeah, from the <laughs> agents. And um, Neo is asking Trinity if she can fly a helicopter. And she says, not yet. And then magic things happen. I mean, they upload, you know, the information how to, you know, fly a helicopter. Mm. And then suddenly she says, let's go. And she flies the helicopter. Mm -hmm. So this is how I see the templates. So um, the idea is this. You know how to do stuff. So you have a project for that. You know how to do stuff. And you, for example, and when you do something repeatedly, you create hopefully a template from that. So that when the next thing happens like this, like for example, you're a, a real estate agent, you, are, you have a new customer, you have a template for the new customer, onboarding or whatever. If, you have a, you, if you're a cook, you have a template to cook something, uh, you know, templates for everything. So like for example, I do triathlon, I have a template for uh, running triathlons. So what I have to pick, what I have to pack to actually for a triathlon race, because there's so many things that you have to pack. If you don't figure out something, you're pretty much doomed. So um, I have a template for that. And now, we can share these templates with other people. And uh, the, there will be, a, I mean, the new version of Nosby will allow you to share these templates. So you click and there is a unique link, you send it to people and they see the template and they can use it right away. So, so the idea is that you, you, can, you can share the template and someone can just use it and they can add it to their own Nosby account, right? Exactly, so the, the idea is that when you send it to someone, they can use it right away. They just based on this link, they can just already, I mean, they open this link in their browser. If it's a mobile browser or, you know, of, uh, or any browser, desktop browser, it's responsive. So it looks good on any browser. You can just open it up and use it right away without having a NOSB account. If you have a NOSB account, you can add it to your NOSB account. Um, and, and that's it. But you don't, you don't have to have a NOSB account. So it's a, like a, it's a way for people to just, you know, you send people useful information. You send it like this. And, and uh, I'm excited about it because, first of all, it will spread, you know, NOS, knowledge from Nosby users, you know, to more people, even people who wouldn't sign up for Nosby or who would not want Nosby for some reason, or will be, you know, skeptical about Nosby, but they will have uh, structured information. And the best part is that the, these templates are full-blown Nosby projects. So a, a, a task can have comments, you know, YouTube links, whatever. I mean, it's a full-blown, you know... Um, a project. So when you send this template to someone, they can use it right away. They can add their own tasks. They can modify it. They can, you know, add comments, whatever. It's for them. And you send one link, but for everyone, it's a unique link. For everyone, they can, I mean, they can use it in their browser and nobody else sees what they do with this, with this thing. So actually, so for example, when I had this uh, unscheduled, you know, an unscheduled Pomodoro uh, blog post back in, you know, back a few months ago yeah. on Nosby blog, now I can finally, you know, link to my template. I don't have to describe how my template looks like. I can just link to my template and you know, everybody who wants the template, just get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I mean, you, you told me that, but, but it would be useful sort of to, to give people more examples of how that would be useful. Mm -hmm. There's so many possibilities. Right. So, uh, packing lists. 
right? Mm -hmm. uh, shopping lists, the, the, the basic ones, like packing lists, shopping lists, you know, things to see. So in case of, you know, things to see in Berlin, right? Or things to see in Barcelona. So there are you know, tasks, tasks, and each task, for example, has a description, you know, with a video or with a photo of the place to see. So you can just, you know, go with your, you know, uh, template and just go and see things and mark them as done when you see them. Um, yeah, the same, the same goes to, you know, recipes for, for, for cooking, you know? It's, it's, it's perfect. For example, uh, the other day, uh, I, uh, we did a, um, uh, I, I was invited to, uh, to eat steak with a friend at, at his place. And we decided to cook a special sauce for the steak. And we uh, failed at it. It, was, <laughs> it. it didn't work. But then we found a YouTube video how to actually do this kind of sauce. I mean, there's actually a, you know, a YouTube video how to do this particular sauce for steaks. And we followed the video and then we nailed it and the sauce was perfect. So just think about it, you know, a recipe, you know, in a public knows beyond project in a, in, a, in a template like this uh, and, you know, uh, cook the sauce. And then you, you, in the comments of this task of the sauce are ingredients as a checklist, for example. And then below it, another comment is the video in YouTube, how to actually do the sauce. So in this way, you have like a really nice structured information of, um, of how to do something. And for example, all these blog posts, when they say five things to do this or seven things to follow to do this, can also be translated into actionable steps with a template. Yeah, I'm curious to, to see how that turns out. Yeah. Because we definitely use some templates um, sort of here at Nosby as a team. Mm -hmm. And in particular, we have this template for, for, for making a new release, yeah. you know, for releasing a new version of Nosby. Because there is a, a lot of steps to be done by different people yeah. to actually do it properly and not forget about something. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, so it's a, a really useful tool for us, and it's going to get better as we'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be able to to sort of configure the template more before yeah. you know instantiating a new project from it. Like it, it's uh, the whole template system will, will will be more powerful soon. Yes, um, but I'm curious to see uh, not just what other people use templates for, but how you know what what kinds of things people will find you know will find it useful to make templates public, right? Because there, there's no you know there's nothing to share with our you know new Nosby release version template. Like it, it's a thing for, for us. Yes. But there are maybe many, many things which which I'm not sort of seeing, you know, f things I didn't think of, uh, this may, but maybe useful to share like that. I mean, this all comes back to the story that I shared uh, when I was in Japan. Yeah. So when I was in Japan, you know, uh, years ago, uh, when we started being big in Japan uh, with Nosby, uh, I came to Japan in March 2011. Uh, to um, uh, to do a whole press tour, we had a press uh, conference. It was the first time I was I was having a press conference, uh, which was cool. Um, and it was in Japan and Japanese, which was really uh, useful for me because you know I speak fluently Japanese, not, <laughs> but uh, but it was great. It was uh, so I went to Japan and you know first time in Japan, new country. Yeah. And then uh, then I uh, I had some um, I was surprised on on the on the second my second day there that you know. Um, when I was working working on on a you know on a presentation for another meeting um, to promote Nasby, 
something somewhere around noon, uh, there was an earthquake, and I was on the you know 18th floor of my hotel, and it started shaking. So first of all, I thought I was dizzy because I didn't eat anything in the breakfast, but then I realized that the whole house is shaking. So it's like. Hmm. Maybe the whole house is, you know, hungry or something. So I, I was surprised because I was, you know, I was in my, in my underpants and and nothing more, and with my laptop. And I was like, "What should I do? Should I run now?" Or I'm on the on the 18th floor. I mean, you know, it's shaking. Um, but then I realized it was just, you know, an earthquake. You know, no big deal. And uh, but then I realized that there is, you know, there, that actually there are more more earthquakes coming in, you know, very soon. And uh, when I was going from Tokyo uh, to um, south to uh, Osaka uh, uh, in the bullet train. The bullet train stopped because there was a major earthquake. And I, I thought, you know, no big deal. You know, earthquakes happen in Japan all the time. But this time it was the, the, the big earthquake. It was the one that caused the tsunami, the whole, you know, it was the biggest uh, yeah. earthquake. I didn't rea- realize it then, but then I realized it later. And later when, when we realized that, we decided to launch uh, public projects in Nosby. This feature is right now disabled in the new NOSB. It was it was it was available still in NOSB Classic. That you could actually share a, a public project, and we built this feature overnight, uh, with overnight over a weekend with Tom, with our CTO, and we built it for people to share structured information, you know, and we used it for that. I mean, and people created lots of public projects with lots of you know information about you know telephone numbers to red cross uh, um, the, the closest people who you know who, around there who have you know information or where where should get information or you know lots of things there was like a thick book of public projects that they built and they uh, printed so it was um, and the idea was that public projects could be viewable on any device so even on the on the super stupid you know feature phones who were just who had just internet access and they had a basic browser even there you could use the public uh, project of, of nosby so it was a, a cool feature and then people really loved it there and i thought we could then later to take the feature to the next level but we, we eventually we, we didn't we we um we wrote the software anyway <laughs> but uh, but then it was very useful at this you know crisis time of course but uh, but i like the idea that people you know when they needed this they had this canvas to create you know lists and in this iteration that we are launching uh, very soon and um, the idea is that the projects are really powerful that you can see the whole i mean you have like a whole nasty project so hopefully this will encourage people to be more creative and as i said you know uh, attach inform- more information to each task you know make the task better look better work better and 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 uh, yeah share it with the world share it with others share it on their blog posts and in social media and everywhere else but the origins are from there, from uh, from my trip to Japan, you know, um, four years ago when, yeah, when the the, the earthquake happened. Yeah, it, it must have been <laughs> pretty scary to be in Japan for the first time and the earthquake happens and not just any earthquake, but that earthquake. Yeah, and, and the best part was like, so, um, so remember we talked about meetings. So we had this all hands meeting, you know, the one on Friday that you know that that, that we hated. Uh-huh. I mean, that that you hated, <laughs> and the one that we had, you know, everybody on board. So at that time we had this meeting, and that meeting was was held. It was one one a.m. Japanese time, yeah. because it was it, it's 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 day um, in, in in Europe. So the thing was that um, we had this meeting, and I explained that we had this earthquake. And then Sofia, who, who, who was our Japanese customer support uh, person and who lived in Japan, she said, uh, Michael, but you know that they're actually waiting for a big earthquake to come. 
And I'm like, really, do you have to tell me this? I mean, really, I mean, couldn't you just, you know, hold this information to yourself? I mean, <laughs> I'm here in Japan, you're in Europe. I mean, how, how can you do this to me, right? I was already scared after the first earthquake. I remember then I, I found a website where you could see all the earthquakes happening around Japan, and there are so many. It's amazing. Yeah. But then at 2 a.m., I had there was another earthquake. So I, I got curious. And then at 6 a.m. was another, and then I was already, you know, unhappy because it woke me up. And like, why does, you know, why does earthquake? I didn't know these are the pre-shocks to the big one. Right. I just thought, you know, earthquakes, whatever. And I thought really uh, that earthquakes happen to Japan, um, in Japan all the time. I mean, really. In, and uh, later, when I talked to Phil Libin, the CEO of Evernote, uh, about this, he told me that, no, he, he is traveling to Japan all the time. And his first earthquake was like in, uh, about his 10th or, 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 or I don't know which visit. Right. So I was the lucky one. You know, first visit, first, you know, lots of pre-shocks and then the major one. Thank you. Booyah. <laughs> My uh, family was really um, not, um, I mean, they were not really relieved that I was there, let's yeah. say, to say the least. So the best part was that um, I sent an email to my wife saying, no, there was an earthquake, but I'm, I'm good. You know, we're in Osaka, having fun. <laughs> we're going to dinner, like these kind of things. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then she called me on my phone, you know, in, in, in Japan. And it was in the middle of our presentation that we had in the Apple store in Osaka. Uh-huh. And, she, and she was like, Michael, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I don't need me. I mean, I'm okay. I'm fine. Just, you know, don't bother me. I'm right now in the middle of a presentation, whatever. Yeah. And just think about it. You know, she just got the news. She went to work, you know, in the morning, European time. She got the news from everyone. How's Michael? How's Michael? Because there's a big network in Japan. You know, her husband is in, in Japan. <laughs> She's scared. She's scared. And she calls me and I'm, tell, I'm, I'm telling her to just, you know, not annoy me right now because I'm in the middle of a presentation. Because <laughs> at that time, I didn't realize how big of an earthquake it was. Because after half an hour, you know, I mean, the, 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 the train stopped. But after half an hour, we just moved on to Osaka. In Osaka, everything was fine because Osaka is south. So it wasn't really affected by the earthquake. So we just didn't realize what, 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 what just happened. So I was, you know, the ignorant guy who just didn't know that it's, he's in the middle of a big thing. Crazy times. Yeah. You in Japan, in the middle of an earthquake, me in San Francisco, getting robbed. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell, yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting story. You want to tell the story? No. No. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you also, your first visit in the States, also not really unpleasant, yeah. not really pleasant. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, I remember you, you also, you calling me at night, you know, and then we had to <laughs> crisis manage this. You can't be lucky with everything. Mm-mm. No. Sometimes shit happens. Yeah, yeah. Life happens. So, yeah. um, happens. but you know, but uh, I always say that we get, you know, if we survive, we get stronger from this. So, <laughs> so in the sense, um, uh, we do. Yeah, but these are, you know, but it's, it, is, it is crazy when you are you know, in a foreign country so far away and things like this happen. I mean, something bad happens to you or you know, around you. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's scary. It's scary. It's freaking scary. You're like, and like, for example, the earthquake thing, it's like, where do you hide? Because it's actually, the earth is shaking below you. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> there's nowhere to hide. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, so these things like this are, you know, what happened to you also wasn't 
So you were robbed, and um, it wasn't really nice. No, it wasn't. That's not. Yeah. Turns out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I almost got hit by a bus. Ah, that was fun. You got hit by a bus? Almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. Yeah, it, it was when I was um, in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. At like 5.30 in, in the middle of the night. I mean, in the morning, but to me, it's like middle of the night. Mm. Just trying to find uh, the nearest like uh, McDonald's or, or, or whatever to get some free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I lost my iPhone, so I didn't have... You know, I didn't have 3G. Mm-hmm. And I'm just casually crossing the street on the green light or white light, whatever crazy American sign system that is. And this bus, it's it's turning left and it doesn't even care. And if I if I you know if I didn't notice, if if I assume that 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 the bus driver will be a reasonable person, I would totally get you know a part of, of the asphalt. Oh, I didn't know the story. I didn't know that. Yeah. But it, it was like, I just came to this crazy city in this crazy part of, 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 of the city with, with like yeah. 100 homeless people sleeping around me, you know, and, and, and it's just this, this awful place. And this bus almost, you know, hits me. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it, 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 was, it was just such a surreal, uh, <laughs> you know, such a surreal place that you know I, I almost forgot that it happened it was like okay like whatever I, I guess that's what Los Angeles is I, I remember this because because you know because I, I we, we, we got you the the, the 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 bus ticket to go from San Francisco to LA yeah. through the night and then you arrived there and I remember um, when, when when I got you the hotel to stay in in, in Los Angeles I thought I know I thought you're gonna do some sightseeing or something, and you just almost slept through the whole thing, right? I mean, like like you were there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I looked around um, sort of the neighborhood, and mm-hmm. once I got to to that place, like it, it was it was like it, you know it, it was Beverly Hills mm-hmm. when you know when I uh, where I had to be to to sort of reach the the Polish consulate mm-hmm. and get a temporary passport because I lost my passport. Yep. Shit happens, uh, and it was a really nice place, and which which would just, I mean, the the contrast between this 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 godforsaken place where where the bus terminal was, yeah, and Beverly Hills, it was just yeah. it was just amazing. It's it's like you know day and night, mm-hmm. crazy place, crazy times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but this is traveling, you know, traveling is adventurous very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you definitely had your 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 adventure, and it was. Uh, but you know, you came back home safely. You know, you got your temporary passport. Yeah. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah, totally. So should we talk about something nice or something? <laughs> no, I, I think we should we should cut it here. All right. Ah, I um, I okay. <laughs> uh, they're shipping my iPad Pro now. Okay. Yeah. So I just so that's a as a as a you know to talk about something nice, and so I'm getting the iPad Pro. Uh, I'm not getting the pencil or anything else because it's not available. Mm. So uh, it's really uh, you cannot get it now. But because uh, shipping dates are like you know months. I mean weeks. Really. Uh, but uh, the iPad Pro is such the device is coming next week. So I mean t- tomorrow or on Monday we'll see when they ship it. 
and um, I read the reviews, and the and what I understood is that people just focused on the speed of this thing. It, yeah, iPad Pro is just so freaking fast. It is ridiculously fast. It is it is pretty much as fast as the newest you know Skylake uh, MacBook Air. Yeah, it's not that far off in single core performance from the 13 inch MacBook Pro. Exactly. It is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, I, I was surprised. And then people, everybody focused on that because it's just crazy. Because I think for everybody, it's just like a milestone that a ARM, you know, processor done by Apple is, is as fast as Intel's coolest, newest processors. It's it's crazy. Yeah, you know, I I didn't think that ARM would come to the Mac, but maybe it will. I mean, I mean, this stuff, if you just, if you just overclock it yeah. and double the, the, the core count, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would, you know, it would be really fast. It would, it would, it would match the performance of what you'd need in like an iMac, n- n- not just some, some, some teeny tiny processor in, in MacBook Air, but, but the real sort of desktop processor, right? I mean, just think about it. This screen has more pixels than the you know MacBook Pro, yeah. right? So it's just it's the one I'm using right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, the, 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 the 15-inch MacBook Pro, the one you're using yeah. right now. Exactly, it has more way more pixels than my 13-inch that I'm using right now. My wife's 13-inch, so it's it's crazy. It's uh, well, it's really crazy. And um, but what for me, what was interesting in this? I mean, this review, I mean, the benchmark was great. But then I read, you know, the one that you sent me, the from Federico Vitici, the review, is that uh, for me, person who likes to, as you said, uh, you know, um, uh, make yourself, uh, make myself the world, the world harder by using only the iPad uh-huh, and, uh-huh. For, for work. Uh, so I, um, I actually, uh, um, it it might be also just like Federico said, uh, an iPad that I was waiting for and I didn't know I was waiting for. Because it it looks really promising as 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 a device, we'll see. I'll just I'm, I can you know, the Christmas is coming for me very soon. Crazy times, <laughs> yeah, crazy times. But really, uh, I can't wait because this might be really something very cool, very cool. And because I was uh, before they launched the iPad uh, uh, Pro, and they, there was so you know there was rumors, there were rumors about it. I was surprised. I mean, the iPad is not, I mean, it's not really taking off, but it's selling pretty well. Why would they build a bigger iPad if there is no demand for the iPad that, mu- that much? But they, they wanted to, to, to do, as, as, as I think um, uh, Asimco said it, that, that actually they want to build a desktop iPad, you know, an iPad for desktop. And it might be this device. It's, well. You know, as I said before, I'm not interested in iPad Pro personally. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a device for me. Yeah. And I think... At least now, it's going to be a really niche device, mm-hmm. you know, just for crazy people like yourself. Yep. But I'm really glad that it exists, um, if only for two reasons. Uh, first of all, I hope that, you know, th- these new capabilities, this this huge new screen and and stylus and the... The pencil. The crazy performance will bring interesting, powerful new software to iOS and just... Yes push the platform forward. Exactly. Even if, if I'm not sort of interested as using it as a, as a real computer, I think that's still a good thing. Mm-hmm. And second of all, um, it's, you know, again, it's really exciting in terms of technology because if they can make the A9X this powerful, this fast of a CPU in iPad Pro, it seems like they're capable of making, you know, Mac-grade CPUs as well. And that would be very, very interesting to see. 
crazy, but interesting. Yeah. No, they really, <laughs> as you said, this iPad Pro, is, a, is it will be definitely a niche device. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure about that. But really, it really pushes the platform forward, as you said. Yeah. And it will push the developers. I mean, all the reviews, they, were, they, they said that, that there are so many still gaps and problems. I mean, I mean problems, not, but gaps in this. It, it missing, you know, software, missing features, missing things that can be done because of the iPad Pro already. And I think, yeah, I think it just pushes the whole thing by a large margin. Yeah, and, and, and another way where I think iPad is an interesting platform is how they now have sort of three sizes. Like, it's essentially this the same thing. It's just a big piece of glass and a computer yeah. underneath. But it, it comes in, like, the mini size, the eight inch, the ten inch, and now the thirteen inch, and it's interesting because, like, essentially, it's the same thing, just scaled up or down. Yeah. But it it fits different roles in different people's lives, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you'll be super happy with your iPad Pro, and I, I use my iPad a lot, very differently than than you do, mm-hmm. and I love my iPad Mini for that, and and it's awesome, and it 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 sort of feels. A problem in my life much better than iPad Pro could, I think, and and you know I I, I really like that, and I think you will really like the iPad Pro. Oh yes, I, I can't wait to, to get it. So I, I, today when I received an email from the record retailer that they're shipping me the iPad Pro, I was like, yeah, suddenly, and um, and there will be a reason for me to get a new bag for my iPad Pro because it's it's freaking big so it's it's or I will just use the you know the MacBook uh, kind of bag cuz cuz it's it's so big I will see but uh I need to get it because all my bags are really perfectly fit for the iPad Air so yeah. the the iPad Pro will not fit in there so you have iPad Air sized bags yes yes I do have them it's a thing and now I have uh, iPad Pro sized bags <laughs> Such is life, but you know, I can't wait. I can't wait to, to play with this thing. So um, yeah, really happy about it. And I remember the, 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 the one of the reviews they said that with the iPad Pro, uh, the as you said, the the era of Intel processors and ARM processors uh, on the desktop computers and and laptops doesn't seem that ridiculous. No. Yeah. So we'll see about that. And I think you know it's a good end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Watch, templates, earthquakes, armed robbery, and the iPad Pro. Just yeah. perfect. Yeah, so um, so titles? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy times. Crazy times, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>